0: conservative corner we're getting down to crunch time about two months out now from the november election to decide whether america is going to be socialist or we're going to continue the american experiment i wanted to go over some polling numbers with you some previous from the 2016 election and some current for the uh 2020 election and you'll start to notice some similarities and hopefully uh Hopefully, November, we're going to have a good day. That's all I'm hoping for. Hoping to have a good night, November 3rd. We shall see. Currently, uh, BBC polls. I know it's ridiculous that I'm giving you a BBC poll instead of an actual American poll. But I am starting to find that there are some news outlets overseas that actually report more accurately than the news outlets here in America do. Which is just uh, dumb. But the uh, BBC poll gives Biden a 50 to 42% lead over President Trump. And this poll is from about the first week of September, so it's not that old. Um, it has Joe Biden leading him in some pretty key states at the moment. Some of the battleground states that we need Trump to take. They're currently showing Biden ahead by about 6% in Arizona. They have Biden and Trump tied at 47% for Florida. Um, They got Trump leading Georgia by 1.3%. They have Trump leading in Iowa by 1.7%. We have Biden leading in Michigan by 3.2%. You have Biden leading in Minnesota by 3.7. Biden leading in Nevada by about four. They have Biden leading in New Hampshire by nine. North Carolina by one and a half. Ohio by two. Pennsylvania by five. They have Trump leading Texas by four. Biden's leading Virginia huge by uh, 12 and he's leading in Wisconsin by about six. Keep in mind, we're still two months out from the election. Things change. Also, I would like to point out that if you remember the polls from last time, you can't say they were exactly accurate. So don't start losing your mind just yet. Um, Out of all those states, in the 2016 election, Trump only lost four, which is some positive news because history tends to repeat itself. Currently in Arizona, where he's down, Trump took by almost 4% last time. Well, he's down by about 4% right now. Florida, he won by 1.2. He's even right now, so that makes sense. Minnesota, he won by 1.5%. He was down about 25 at the time. Nevada, he won by 2.4. Right now, he's only currently down by four. North Carolina, Trump won by 3.7 last time. He's only down by 1.5. Ohio, Trump won by 8.2. And currently, he's only down by two. Pennsylvania, he barely squeaked out. He won by 0.7. He's down by about five. And Wisconsin, he pulled off by 0.8, and he's currently down by supposedly 5. On any given election, please keep in mind that 3% generally is your margin of error. So anything that you see, give or take 3%, you're within the margin of error, so you can say that that is a complete toss-up. If you have a state that Trump uh, is down you know, tremendously by, Uh, Virginia, for example, he's down by about 12 points. Yeah, that's way beyond the uh, realm of the margin of error. So good chance that they take Virginia one way or the other. Now, a lot of the states that I'm naming generally are blue states. So some of them are not a real big surprise. Pretty much the entire northeastern seaboard generally is blue just like California is always bleeding blue Um, and usually the whole western edge there usually Oregon and Washington State are all blue as well so you know some of these are not a real big surprise I think the ones that are most important Florida is always a big one we're always being watched very closely because we're worth 29 electoral votes Uh, Texas is always being watched. That's 38 electoral votes. And the reason being for that is you have to imagine that we always start off pretty behind uh, in any race, being that, like I said, the, the western part of the United States there, it's 55 electoral votes in California, 7 in Oregon, 12 in Washington State. Uh, New York is usually a given. That's 29. So, I mean, between those four states alone, you're already down by 103. Considering you only need 270 to win – You know, they almost have half of it in the bag right there. And like I said, most of the eastern, you know, northeastern seaboard goes to them. So, you got D.C.'s worth three, Maryland's ten, Delaware's three, New Jersey's fourteen, Connecticut's seven, Rhode Island's four, Massachusetts is eleven, Vermont is three, New Hampshire's four, and Maine is four. And those are almost a given. So, you know, we really do start off behind which is why these states are so important. Because if you could pick up Florida and you could pick up Texas, then we're already putting, you know, pretty close to 70 right back on the board. You know, the way it's broken up, a lot of our, let's say, guaranteed states like the Dakotas, or usually we take Tennessee. Usually we get South Carolina. These aren't real big number states. The Dakotas are both worth three each. Uh, Tennessee's 11, which is a little better. Uh, South Carolina we usually take. That's only worth nine. Georgia, we usually pull Georgia off. That's 16. So when it starts trickling in on election night, you know, generally right away it looks like the Democrats are winning. And then... As more and more states close out, even though we're getting less, we're actually winning more states. It's just the states that they tend to win have larger populations, therefore, you know, the, they count for more. Um, side note: Democrats want to do away with the Electoral College completely because then it's a guarantee. A state like California, Florida. And uh, New York pretty much would decide the entire election every time. All your big city states and with your most populated states, they're going to decide it every single time. And you would more than likely never have another Republican uh, president beyond that point, which is why it's so important. Because it is important that, say, a state like Montana, a state like the Dakotas, where what do they have in the whole state? A couple million people, if that you know their voice needs to be as heard as a state that has 29 or 30 million people it's not fair that their voice is worth less than yours is and which is why they created what they created which keeps it fair and balanced but you know let's be honest democrats aren't really concerned with being fair and balanced so going back i told you in the beginning that they have trump down right now 50 to 42 so he's down by 8% 2016, the same time frame, a couple months out from the election, they had Trump losing to Hillary Clinton, and she was up by eight points. She was up 48 to 40, and then the other points were spread between the uh, different other minority parties. So don't let it spook you. Also, last time, like I said, all those states that Joe is currently leading in Trump pulled most of them, and I believe they're in for a rude awakening again this time. Um, I've never seen in my lifetime the amount of excitement around a particular president as I have seen around Trump. There is literally boat parades every weekend all over the country. Trump's rallies, he's got people lined up for miles to watch him. He's got airport hangars filled just to see the plane land. Uh, here in Florida, you drive around any given day, there's people on the corner. There's 30, 40, 50 people standing on a corner with flags back to blue Trump flags out there and people are honking their horns and waving and, and there's nothing but love. So I don't know. I, I find it hard to believe that Joe Biden in all of his, you know, just stunning energy that he has that when he comes out and he just really focuses in and reads this teleprompter and he still messes up. I just find it hard to believe that people actually could get into that. I don't, I don't know. It's just me, but, uh, I really think Biden's going to have a tough time winning Florida, you know, Florida, predominantly South Florida, uh, is Cuban American. And a lot of the elder Cuban population, and even the younger ones know what Joe Biden's pitching. They know because they lived it. The elders lived it, and they're not trying to go back in time and relive that nightmare of socialism. They remember what it's like to be on the bread line. They know what it's like to taste desperation. They know what hopeless feels like. I mean, can you imagine? These people living in a socialist country would rather risk the 90-mile journey through the ocean on makeshift rafts with no motors, just hoping to get a chance to get into the United States, to just get to Florida, and they know once they're on the ground, they're not going to get deported back. They'll get processed, and they'll get paperwork put on them, and they get, you know, a chance to live what we all we all try to live, the American dream. They would rather risk their lives 90 miles, pitch dark at nighttime. You don't know what's beneath you, hungry, starving, no water. To them, that is a more valuable option. Than actually facing a lifetime of socialism, and all of these Democrats are running towards it with open arms. I can't even begin to understand. I never will because I just cannot begin to understand why you would go that route. Why would you give up your freedom? Why would you just hand it over on a silver platter to these people and say, Yes. Tell me what to do every day. I love this. This is great, man. We go into the grocery store. There's no food. The power turns off every day at three o'clock. I'm starving all the time. I can't get the right medicine. I'm all you know, people are dying all around me. This is the best thing ever. What in the hell is wrong with you people? I'm getting a little off subject. I'm sorry. It just uh Yeah, you know, I I have a hard time processing this because I just can't understand the way people think. But A recent poll shows that in Miami, for the Cuban-American vote, Joe Biden is down 62 to 38, which is not surprising to me because, like I said, they know what's coming. So, of course, they're not going to go for it. And like I told you earlier in the poll, they have them basically tied at 47%. I don't think that that is a true Uh, number at all I think that there's a lot of people that are scared to tell anybody they're scared to tell even people that call you on the phone just doing a poll that you're uh, a Trump supporter so I truly believe that Trump is going to win Florida and he's going to win it big because the boat parades that go on around Trump signs you see everywhere I don't think driving around I've seen any Biden stickers at all so I I'm hoping and praying Because as long as he takes Dade County, if the majority of Dade County goes to Donald Trump, he's won Florida. Because Florida really is a red state. We got just a handful of counties that are blue. It just happens to be the most populated counties. So, you know, that kind of throws things off. But like I said, if he could take Miami Dade, which is pretty much the most populated county, then then Biden's got a real big problem in Florida. Another one that I got to be honest with you. I really just from watching all the news and seeing that there's an uprising going on right now in California that I've not seen in any previous presidential election. And if by chance Trump actually flipped California red, they can pretty much kiss the election goodbye. So... I would expect them to uh, cheat any way they can to keep California blue because that would be the uh, the kiss of death right there. Uh, but there has been quite a bit, uh, people, quite a bit of support coming out of California in big, big ways. I think they're tired of seeing their state be destroyed. Uh, in a previous podcast, I had said I went to California. Uh, I was not impressed with California at all. Hollywood was very dirty. I thought you know. Seeing the movies, what you think you're going to see and what you see is night and day. Uh, it was it was really low class looking. It was dirty. Um, you get out in the morning and you just smell urine in the air. It was just not a pleasant experience. You know, I w- it was unfortunate. I mean, I went to all the to the big spots that I was traveling to in the area that I was into. I went to see that uh, spot where they filmed Terminator Two. <clears throat> Again, I, I just wasn't impressed on anything. The Hollywood sign was no what nowhere near what I thought it was going to be. It was just an uh, unpleasant experience. And then I got a chance to see the homelessness and the people living on the on the road, uh, intense and really just uh, it really was a bad situation. And this was back in like 2014, so I can only imagine now six years later. And a lot of the videos that you see coming out of California are so unfortunate. People are living that way and it's gotten worse. <clears throat> so I think what's, what's happening is, uh, you, people are tired of it. They've been democratically run for God, over three decades, four decades. They haven't had a Republican running that state and the Democrats have literally run it completely into the ground and uh, people are tired of it. You know, they're either abandoning a ship and going somewhere else or the ones that are willing to stay and fight, you know, they may just flip that state red. And like I said, that is a game changer. It is game over after that. Um, last election, Colorado, which generally goes blue, you know, Trump only lost by you know, about a little over a hundred thousand votes, which isn't much. And I would not be surprised to see places like a Colorado. Uh, even Connecticut, he didn't lose by that much. At Connecticut, he was down by you know two hundred thousand, which seems like a lot, but in these days and times, with everything going on around us and seeing how disgusting everything has become, and all these you know, violent crimes and protesting and rioting, I wouldn't be surprised he turns that one around. Um, I'd have been seeing a little bit of action coming out of Hawaii. I don't think he'll flip Hawaii, but you never know. Illinois. He's I would say he's got a pretty good shot because you got Lori Lightweight in there letting people get killed day in and day out, week in and week out. All you're hearing about is all these poor little children getting murdered and people getting murdered and all the gun violence. How could you possibly, you know, keep her and keep her in power, let alone not just her, but Democrats? Uh Michigan, yeah, I think he's got Michigan's in play because he's got uh The governor there damn near pissed everybody off with her lockdown rules and pretty much locking them up like they're all prisoners in their own homes. New York, man, New York is ugly. (laughs) New York City mainly is blue. Uh, The surrounding areas are mainly blue, but a lot of upstate New York and a lot of the rural areas in New York are actually red. So New York last time, Trump lost by, you know, about 1.7 million votes. You might have had that many New Yorkers flee New York with how bad it is over there. De Blasio has literally destroyed that place, and Cuomo has done nothing. Cuomo's taken out half the elderly population. So New York, I would say as well, could be in play. And again, these are states that they count on to go blue. So if you turn any of these red, that really messes their math up. Because any poll that you're seeing, keep in mind that they're going by what history has taught us. So, California to them is in the bag. New York is in the bag. Those are out of play. They're not even, you know, a question. Just like there's certain red states that they pretty much have said, ah, those are going red no matter what. So, they're out of play. It's always, you know, the the swing states that you you pay attention to the most. However... If any of their staple states go red, Democrats are in a world of hurt. I would hope they do. I think it's about time people stand up for themselves and start demanding the lifestyle that they should have, especially in states like California, New York, they're getting taxed to death. California, you're getting taxed to get to, to death. Um, you guys got to stand up for yourselves. You got to wake up and stop voting in these horrible people to run your state because they're literally... Running it into the ground if they haven't already. Also, keep in mind another big factor that they're not considering is generally an incumbent president gets reelected. There's only been a couple times in history, recent history, that they haven't been reelected for a second term, and that would be uh, George Bush Sr. and Jimmy Carter. So, odds again are in Trump's favor to win reelection. And don't ever forget how off the polls were for 2016. They were basically celebrating having a party uh, uh, the week of election all the way up to election night until it's starting to get around 8 or 9 o'clock in the evening, and it started hitting them in the face that, oh, crap, we're losing. And, yeah, not losing, you lost, and you lost pretty big. So depending on who's giving you the poll. You know, be a little skeptical of it. Uh, Gallup's been around a long time. Nobody's 100% right. Yeah, again, people are scared to say what they truly feel. People have lost jobs for saying what they truly feel. So you say, I'm a Trump supporter. Some jobs will tell you to take a hike. As unfair as that is, but that's the way of the world. So a lot of people don't want to get into fights with people. They don't want to argue with people but are quietly going to vote Trump in the booth. You know, I think we're a lot less silent this time than we were last time, but there are plenty of people who are still silent. There are so many Democrats who still are Democrats, but see the agenda that's being driven by this extreme new left that they're not with it. That's not the America they want. That's not the America they envision. It's not the America we envision either. But it's definitely, they don't agree with that extremism. They want to continue on with the American experiment because they know that we're not as bad as they'd like you to believe we are. Most important thing you can do, absolute most important thing, you got to get out and vote. Get out and vote in person. No mail-in voting. You don't need a mail-in vote. Believe me, you ain't got to be scared of the coronavirus because I know everybody that's listening to this. You go to grocery stores, you go shopping, <clears throat> you probably do outdoor dining, you go to the beach, you go to parks. If your state's open, you might even do more than that. Maybe you're going to do indoor dining. You might be doing, uh, I don't know, going in, in arcades or whatever's open at, at the places. If you can do all that, you can go stand in line and vote. Okay, please. More important than ever. Democrats, Republicans, liberals, conservatives. It is our responsibility to ensure that these elections are fair. The only way for them to be fair is to make sure we all get out there and do our part as Americans and vote. Don't leave it to chance and mystery. Don't let them, you know, rope you into that sham because they're trying to. You know, when you have people going online telling you to that it's time, like Zuckerberg, we need to prepare Americans that you may not know the result. You know, the day after, the week after, may may not know it for a month after. That's unacceptable. Never in the United States history has that ever happened. It happened one time in what 2000, where you didn't know till the next day, and everybody was irate because that's already too long. You can't hold us off that long, and the numbers keep changing and changing. That's cheating. Get out and vote. Make sure your vote counts. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Please vote for Trump. But get out there and vote. It is important. It's our duty. Make sure you count. Make sure your voice is heard through your vote. And get out there in person and do it. That about wraps it up for me today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Keep telling your friends about me. If you'd like to contact me, Twitter at L J C O N S E R C R N. Parler, Joe Little, Gmail, L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, you'd like to tell me off, however you feel, it's all good. Let me know. And one more real quick thing. Uh, God bless all the innocent lives that were lost on 9-11. God bless all of you first responders that lost your lives and the ones that are still alive today to tell the story. All the families that lost loved ones. God bless all of you, your true patriots. America always has stood with you, and we will always stand with you as our brothers and sisters. God bless everybody. Have a good night.